This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hey podcast fam, welcome to Hanging For More. It's your host Yasmina. And I'm Maggie. Hanging For More is here to bring you endless laughter and honest conversations. Just remember, if you're loving the podcast, to hit follow and leave us a review as this helps out so much. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hello and welcome back to Hanging For More. I hope you're well. How are you going? I'm good. How are you? Good. We recently had um, Maggie's son's birthday party. She had like a small little get together at her house, like a barbecue with some friends so and family. Good. It was so good. It was good. the best. It was, it was the actually, best day ever. Yeah. They're the ones They're the ones that create the most memories. Yeah, it was so wholesome. We were talking about how like with our kids, because our kids' birthdays are around the same time. She only has one, obviously, but I have two. Yeah, they're our kids anyway. <laughs> our kids, yeah. yeah, we all share them. And how expensive birthday parties are. Yeah. So we're like, do you know what? This is what we're going to – and for my kids as well, I'm doing like a small get-together at my mum's house because her house is bigger. And I'm like, yeah. just seeing how Tyson's was and how at home I felt, Billy felt, was just the best yeah. birthday party. So without further ado, we thought this episode, we're going to bring to you an episode all about friendships because our number one episode for this podcast, for those who might be new to listening, was about friendships. And so many people could relate to so many things that we were saying. And I feel like friendship is a topic that – so many people cover yet don't cover. Why are you laughing at me, cunt? <laughs> <laughs> because fucking five minutes ago, we're ready to rip each other's head off. Like, thank God John John hit the fucking go button to start because we're about to kill each other five minutes ago. Maggie Maggie was looking for a lip lipstick in my in my car. I was lip having a gloss, conniption. Because you normally have it's 10 not lip coming gloss, out of your lip balm. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, point is. <laughs> This is friendship really raw, guys. This is where it's at. We turn on the play button and we start being ourselves. Hell. Anyway, basically today's episode is about friendships and we wanted to deep dive into little things that people might not know and help people move past certain kinks of friendships that maybe those people don't talk about. But I want us to start off with asking, what do you think the signs and red flags are that a friendship is heading down to a breakup because you know there's like a breakup with love Ooh. and there's a breakup with friendship and come on you can't tell me that the friendship breakup is worse oh it is i think 100 percent more than any relationship with a yeah. guy it's, it's a very different connection that you have with your best friend and it's i don't know it's, it's different i feel like with your best friend obviously you would want to share that information with your partner but it's a deeper level of friendship yeah. like there's a lot that i would say to you that i would not say to my partner or share. Yeah. it's like you're my sister like, yeah Literally like my sister. Yeah, so exactly. if anything, you know more than <laughs> my actual sister. So it's a very different friendship. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think like when it comes to it breaking down and signs, seeing signs that it's coming to an end or like maybe you guys are heading towards maybe a break or whatever. I feel like you can just tell when like you have to think about what you're doing around them and you have to think about what you say and you start holding back details. I think you can start feeling it yeah. way before it happens. Yeah. And, and you, you know start when you have a conversation and everything. they like low-key keep out certain information, you're like, hang on, this is so unlike you. Like maybe before they used to speak about their marriage so much and like then you you start meeting up with them and they're like, yeah, everything's good. good. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I know it's not fucking yeah, yeah. good. Like, <laughs> But you're not like, telling me yeah. and there's a difference between them not wanting to tell you because they're not wanting to talk to you about it or like, and there's a difference, you can feel it 100%. where it's just like, I just want to withhold this information from you. And yeah. it's like, why? Like you normally share everything with me and you don't always have to, but it's like something's going on something's like, or off. you do things and you don't tell me. And it's like, hmm. Like, and I feel like another red flag as well is their responses in text messages. Like I don't know about you, but I can just read people's text message when something's off. Like, I know with Maggie, like if I send something and I'm not feeling that good, like maybe something's going on in my life or whatever, she'll just know by the 
tone of the text message. And I know like text message is supposed to have no tone, but like even the okay without yeah, an know. X at the end yeah. or like whatever it is, if it's not all <laughs> you that. Without the X at the end, I'm <laughs> fucked. She gets a message without the X at the end. That's it. She knows. I just know, you just know. I remember a while back and let me know if I'm stepping a boundary here, especially oh, on the podcast. <laughs> Maggie, John, get ready to hit the mute button. <laughs> no, that Maggie was in a relationship at the time and I could just tell by the text messages. It was so unlike her. And I remember even bringing that up and she yeah. was like so defensive. So this, but later when everything kind of came apart, it was like, yeah, it's true. Cause I wasn't myself at the time. And I actually yeah. didn't want to speak to you because I didn't want to share anything with you. Cause I already knew that like, what your opinion was going to yeah. be. And it's like, you and just you're very know. strong with your yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah. You don't hide anything. Which is a good, it's like a blessing yeah, no, and a curse. Because it's yeah. like, it's like you can have someone who can tell you exactly what yeah. you want to hear, or you can have someone who is going to sugarcoat things and pretend yeah, like and be on your side. I oh, know, I'd rather you be that way yeah. all day, every day. 100%. Now, yeah. how can you emotionally move on from a friendship breakup? Have you ever had one that's been really bad? Um, or like one that maybe because you know there's the roman empire and some people are like oh the women's roman empire is like friendships old ex best friends that you once had and you might see see i feel like the thing is with friendships doesn't matter how much time goes on you always think about that person every now and then like where they live their childhood like, home their old that? number yeah like their childhood home their old number you always remember little bits and pieces mm-hmm. and you're like fuck i wonder how they are like i know yeah. i do did you ever have one um uh, yeah, probably not as Not much. as bad? Yeah, probably not as bad. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> the bitch is fucking heartless. <laughs> I could tell. I had an ex-best friend. She was literally my ride or die for so long. We were in high school and when things fell, fell apart and like we moved on with our lives, like I had my kids, I got married, whatever. She knew me when I had my first kid and then like after that we fell apart. Until now, sometimes I think of her and I think like I wonder how you're going and I remember once I saw her out and no joke it was like seeing a deer in headlights like I just stood there and I was like fuck like I we didn't even say hello it was just the most awkward exchange did you end on bad terms yeah oh okay yeah Yeah. we ended on bad terms but like we ended on bad terms but like it wasn't confrontational it was like we knew this could no longer go on I was like she knew that I was just not about it and then when we we fell apart and it was like it was the most heartbreaking thing because a part of you is like, I wonder how she's going. Like, I wonder if her family's still the same. I wonder if she's mended that relationship with her father. I wonder if, you know, yeah, I that's saw interesting. recently that like her sister had gotten married. I wonder how she's going. And I wonder, you know, how does she feel about that? Does she like her sister's new partner? Like you just constantly think of them. And it's not like I think of you, I want to be friends with you again. It's more of like, I hope you're doing well and I wish you good from afar. While yeah. we didn't end on good terms, I still wish you good from afar. Yeah. And I feel like that kind of heartbreak is really not spoken about because we hear about relationships That's and so true. marriages breaking down. But that really fucked with me. I'm not going to lie. But I feel like my advice for friendship heartbreak, like especially when you're in the thick of it, is like keeping yourself occupied and knowing that like there's going to be people in all walks of life and some of them are not meant to go through the journey with you. Some of them are just meant to be there to teach you a lesson and that's about it. And while it's really heartbreaking, you have to take what you can take from that, what you've taken from that person and the advice and the life lessons they've taught you and walk away knowing that that's what their purpose was there and finding new friends, walk, you know, speak to new people. And you know what? Sometimes it's also good to keep to yourself, learn more about yourself. I agree. Like do you for a while. Yeah, I agree. It serves you well. What's your advice for friendship heartbreak? 
Um, probably just do you for a while, which is what I do. Mm. Just taking time to myself, just going back to doing what I like and making more time for myself than giving, you know, more people more of my time or my energy, to be yeah. honest. I think that's just focusing on me again and really just um, working out why that didn't work and what parts of me that I could improve on because obviously you like no one's perfect even mm. though that person may have fucked up or 100%. done something wrong. It's like, well, you know, what was it about me that allowed that behaviour or what was it about me that um, felt, you know, or put up with that for so long? Like why did I? Because mm. I think there's a difference between like loving that person and just sort of going along with them with everything that they do, whether it's their life choices or whatever it is, to then going that's not a part of who I am. Like I yeah. normally wouldn't agree to that or stand like, for that or do I that. Like why did I stray so much when I'm Yeah, having, so it's like yeah. why did I like – you know, you've known that person, you may have been friends with that person for 10 years or less. It doesn't matter how, like, I mean, even like you and I, we came into each other's life. It's only been a short few years. It feels like yeah. fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> feels like forever. Feels like forever. <laughs> but no, you know what I mean? So it's like yeah. it doesn't really matter sometimes, like, the time frame. It's more like, okay, so why why was I doing that? Like, you know, so for me it was more just refocusing back on me and why I allowed myself to go down that path and what was it about that person that... Um, Allowed guess, you to allowed become me who you to, are. Yeah. So I saw this TikTok recently because obviously we're talking about friendships and oftentimes we like research topics and see what other people are talking about and I searched friendship on TikTok and this girl said something really powerful and she said oftentimes we take the trauma from a friendship and we bring it into new friendships out of fear. Like someone, a friend, a best friend that you must might have been really close with might have said you're too loud, you're too, you know, you're too overbearing, you sh overshare too much, you this, you that. And then you come to become friends with someone else and you often feel like I better not share too much of me. Maybe I'm too much. Yeah. And you hold back so much of who you are. But really when you're around the right person, you can be yourself 100%. It doesn't matter what you say, how you act, all your awful qualities that you think are awful will still be loved and still be cared for. And, and you'll be spoken to in a way that you want to improve rather than wanting to just like put yourself back in your little cocoon. And I feel like that, is huge because I know that like when I met Maggie like we're so different we come from different aspects of life like we, we live different. yeah we live like in the same neighborhood like similar neighborhoods but we're just completely we would have never crossed paths but when I met her I remember thinking like wow she's really lovely and then like I never thought of her as like oh my god I'm gonna become best friends with her we one day went out for coffee and it was funny because like we had just caught up it was like when lockdown was happening but it was like one of those breaks between lockdown and the cafes were open and I said I'll meet you at a cafe and so close I was to cancelling because I was like fuck I hate making social commitments especially where I have to feel awkward and like push myself and then when I met her she was like I was gonna cancel and I was like I was gonna cancel we started <laughs> laughing we're like we're really yeah, not social so people are yeah. we and like the more we spoke and then she was going through some stuff and I remember like coming to her house. I think it was but like a night later. Because I, I feel like you were genuine enough to be like, I knew if I asked you and you were like, no, I was like, cool, like no. Because yeah. like I just felt like you would have given me your real yeah. answer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Not like yeah, yeah. a fake one. Like, yeah, I'd love to. Like whatever. And then I would have like, I just knew yeah. that you would have been either down for it or no. Yeah, That's exactly. It. You just get the vibes from people. Yeah. And I remember when I met you at your house and like you were going through stuff and we were talking and I was like, fuck, she's so much like me. Like, holy shit. And we started talking. And I was like, slowly, like, that friendship built over time. But it was like, in that time, so much of me was like, I want to share the best qualities. It's like when you're in a relationship, you go through the honeymoon phase and you're sharing your best qualities. You're so funny. Everything you say is funny. <laughs> and then later, it's like, bro, shut the fuck up. 
that's what I get now. That's that's the stage of our friendship that I'm at, guys. (laughs) Like you show all the good stuff about you and all of this and it's like slowly builds that way. But unless you can share the good and the bad, like they ain't your friend. Like that's not, they'll never be real. And I feel like when you do share the bad time or the worst time, it's like that's when you really get to see that person's true yeah. colours. Like that's where you really get to see who that, like the core values or the, like the morals that that person has. Yeah. And it's like, okay, she's not just being there for me because she feels like she has to or, you know, that's what friends do. It's like you genuinely were there and wanted to be there and it was like you, there was, I couldn't even get you out if I wanted to. Like it was like, I'm just going to sit in your driveway until you're ready to talk. It's just like, like fuck, fuck my life. Yeah. But yeah. like there's a, you know what I mean? There's a difference between that and I think yeah. that's what's important. And so, I think so many people um, in the time, in that time, now I've lost my train of thoughts. Okay, that's good. We'll move on. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll start and I'm like, where was I when going do you, this? When do you think there's no coming back from a friendship breakup? Like, at, yeah. Fuck. I think like when a trust has been broken, it depends what it is. Yeah. It depends exactly what it is. Like someone could have lied to you and it might have had nothing to do with you. And it's like, yeah, look, I think you're a bit shady now, but like I think we can build that trust back. But I think when they've hurt you to a certain degree and look, hurting you can look different to everyone. Like something that might hurt me might go over your head and you might not even think about it. So it all depends on you and how you're feeling. I think the moment you can't be yourself around that person anymore that friendship is over, dude. Like, yeah, I feel the same. I know you want to like hold once on you, to pieces, but yeah. it's done. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like once you just feel like or you quit, start questioning everything, like should I tell them that? Do I want to do this? Yeah. Should I want to go there? Or like do your I happy wanna... moments, like you're about to do something big for yourself and you're like, I don't even want to tell them. Yeah, it's like I don't want to share key, that. I yeah. actually don't really want to. Yeah, I think you're right. You know when you think, you know when our parents are like, man, don't tell anyone, man, they're going to wish you evil eye. Like, don't tell anyone, you buy a new cup, don't post it, don't show anyone. And it's like when you have to be like that with your mate, yeah. like they ain't for you. Yeah. Like especially if you're like your mum disapproves. Like I know for me, my mum can pick a man. She can pick him. And what broke my heart was my last best friend that I had a big breakdown with, she didn't pick and I was like, wow, you failed me, mum. Like, you failed me. She may not have known what was going on. She no, and she shared. still to this day has that friend on Facebook oh. and comments on her stuff. My mum's oh, committed. No. Like, she's committed. Yeah, but your mum's really got, sweet like yeah. that. She's not, yeah. And, like, she saw a friend from high school. Like, you know those friends that are, like, acquaintances but end up being, yeah. like, friends but not very close she was like oh, i saw she had a baby yeah, but like, your mum's so different too like your mum's okay. just got a beautiful soul yeah. so she's not one of those to be like oh i saw her like i'm not gonna your yeah, mum would she's speak not to anyone like and she would just wish the best for everyone it doesn't what matter what do you think um what's one thing that a friend could do to you that would be like i could never go back because i know what your answer is going to be but i want you to share it oh well which one because there's many going through my head what's one thing like cheat well trying to hit on my my man would be one okay what were you gonna say i think for you definitely it's like fair anything got to do with your family when they cross your family you're like like, yeah i guess i didn't say that because it's like (laughs) i feel like that's just like along with the other one too would be common sense yeah but yeah anything with my family um, like even if they say something negative like and it's just to you you're like no yeah no i just don't think that anyone else has the right to speak about anyone else's family. Yeah, Maggie's member, really protective, which I completely understand. Like, I get that. Like, different if I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, my sister did my head in or my brother did my head in the other day and whatever, like, if I'm talking to you. But, like, there's a difference between you saying anything about yeah. my family. Yeah, like, it starts to, like. No. So, like, like, I'm okay. 
Like if my mate was like, man, your sister's a bit cooked. Like I'd be like, man, she yeah, really is. Yeah, but I would never say that to Jesus. I would never. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But I'm saying as in like for me personally. I'd be like, is she all right? Like, like is, she how okay? is she actually yeah, going? Like, yeah, like is she actually all right? Like yeah. is, there, is there something <laughs> going on? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, but like, you know, in a funny way, the way we always do. But yeah. I wouldn't just be like, oh, your sister or your this or your no, that. No, of is course like, not. And I think tone and like, who that it comes so from makes rude. a big difference. Yeah. I feel like for me, definitely with friendship is trust. If I can't trust you with my deepest stuff, like I can't do surface level friendships. You're yeah. either all in or all out. Yeah. So like if I'm your friend, if I can't tell you everything down to like my biggest secrets and I can't call you crying and being overreacting over everything, then I don't think I can be friends with you, to be honest. Hey guys, make sure you subscribe to our Hanging For More podcast and follow us on our socials, Hanging For More, for all the updated information and new podcast releases. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review. So do you think that friendships can be formed throughout different stages of your life and that they would be just as equally as fulfilling fulfilling as someone that you may have been friends with from you know primary school or just someone like me who you just met a few years ago I think our friendship is living proof of that like I think so many people have this expectation that your best friend should be someone who you've you met in primary school or high school you've grown up yeah. with and you've known forever and I think in this day and age it's really unrealistic and I think people like I've said before come into your life in different stages of life and they're all meant to be there for a reason and sometimes a long-time friendship might break up or you might have a group of people that you knew from a while back and you might not be close with them we met so so much later in life I had my kids I was married and such a, a big age difference too such between a big us. age difference yeah. between us and like never in a million years would I, I get often that I'm your mum <laughs> we're out in public Maggie, the minute we're out in public and someone goes, is that your daughter? She goes, she, this is her on her phone. I'm, I'm calling to get more Botox done. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's because we're so immature. Uh, uh, speak for yourself. It's nothing to do with me. You I'm are. quite mature, thank you very much. Says who? Uh, says everybody. Says it, you. That's why they think I'm your mum because I'm the most mature one out of us okay, both. whatever. Okay. It's because she dresses Anyways. like a grandma and I dress. Shut up. She's such a bitch. Guys, any, I'm taking new friends. <laughs> I'm taking applications for new besties. What about you? Do you think you can meet people later in life? And do you think it's as fulfilling? Like, I think that's the bigger question here. I guess I never really thought about it like that. And I never, it's not something that I would like think about. Um, but obviously having, being friends with you, like, yes. Like I don't, there's no one else that I've really met now in my later years of life that I'm close with. Like it's all my previous friends or my you know, the friends that I've grown up with or I know, you're the only one that's come into my life in the last few years that I've been really close with. As you know, there's nobody else. You yeah. know? Like, so <laughs> I just, Yeah, I just find it really difficult. But yeah. um, I think 100% like, I mean, my friendship with you is just as fulfilling, fulfilling as, you know, f- friendships that I've had with some of my other friends. And yeah. I may not see them all the time, Yeah. Um, but it's the same feeling. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a nothing. Lot more. Anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, there's, yeah, you're definitely number <laughs> okay. one. But I think like genuinely um, there's this narrative that's like how long have you known this person for? How long have you guys been best friends? We get that often yeah. where people go, how long have you known each other? And then we're like, oh, hang on, it's only been like three years or like four. Like that's crazy and we're so close. There's people that you might know for two days that might have better intentions for you than someone who you might have known for 10 years. I think putting a number on it is like putting a number on any relationship like a marriage or a partner there's going to be people that come into your life and they're going to love you wholeheartedly and 
they're going to be there for you in ways that no one's ever been there for you. They're going to be happy for your triumphs and success. And they're going to be sad with you when you're going through your heartbreaking stage of life. And I think holding on to those people, regardless of when they came in, is the most important thing. That's all that counts. It's not when they come in, it's how they show up for you. Yeah, I feel like I it's agree. most important. Yeah, I agree. It's crazy. Um, when do you know that there's, oh, I was just about to say, when do you know that when there's no coming back? My Sorry, my question was, how do you set boundaries to prevent a friendship, a friendship heartbreak? Because I know like, That's do you know how they one. say like you love a kid unconditionally? Yeah. yeah. Like your kid, doesn't matter what boundaries they break, you're good to go. With your partner, oftentimes you'll set a boundary, they could break it and then you could move on from it. With a friendship though, I feel like there are certain things that are just unforgivable. How do you set them without sounding like a cunt? That's, you're asking the wrong person. Because I would just be brutal, I think. I don't think I have any other way of setting boundaries because I tend to wait for things to happen because I just feel like I'm not going to sit there and be like... Explaining things. You know, it's to me, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong in doing things, but it's not like I'm dating a guy and it's like, okay, well, these are my expectations and, you you know, this is the way it's got to be. I'll just allow it to sort of be and then as it progresses, if there's something that happens, I literally will just go off so yeah so that's so bad to it do. is but then how do you do that what do you meet friends and be like okay so yes no it's not like, like a written contract where you're like hey these are my boundaries but i think having conversations deep conversations about why you feel the way you feel yeah but like that's only person, when something's happened though you're not gonna sit there and might, have deep no, no, convos no. well you can create boundaries without having something happen you could go literally before okay but we've never happening. set boundaries when we were friends like don't do this and I don't like this. And but we, we haven't we've just had to, but I think when you when you first meet someone, it's very easy to be able to get carried away, especially a friendship, get carried away in it all and go, yeah, all good, like come over whenever in this. And then in your head, you're like, bro, no, like a friend might come over all the time and you're like, bro, I just want to spend time with my partner. I actually don't want you over. And they might not understand that. Like for you, I'd never had to do any of that because you just weren't that, you, you're identical to me in your space. But I'm saying if there was a friend who constantly came over, it wouldn't be like, I'd go off and be like, bro, get the fuck out of my house. I'm sick of you. It's just be like, babe, I really enjoy spending time with you. I love it, but I really need some time with my partner. I think like, I'll come to your house if I'm like ready later yeah, or see, tomorrow I guess or whatever. Very different. I'd just be like, I'm busy, sorry. I just keep saying I'm busy. Sorry, <laughs> Until she I pisses no me off. <laughs> and I'd be like, bitch, stay in your fucking home. <laughs> I'm fucking done. I'll make you a Tinder account. Just, it's all good. Get the fuck out of my Just house. keep busy, yeah. It's so hard because people can break boundaries without yeah, actually know. knowing it. Yeah. What happens in a fight though? What if someone does break a boundary? How do you move past that? Like do you um, just go, I think, I've cut you off? Do you give, is there like a three, break three rules and you're done? Like three three times a child. I don't know. Look, I go from a zero to a hundred real quick. But I think for me as well, it's also time. Like I said, like reflecting them back on like what has happened? What was the reason? Um, you know, why did it get to this? And like where was the level of disrespect and why did it happen? Do you know what I mean? And then I think time in certain situations can maybe fix it. Um, I don't think sometimes it can ever go back to what it was, but it's definitely taking that time to really think about things. So you um, think once you break a boundary, there's no going back? Um, for me, it's, for me personally, it's really difficult because obviously it's not, I'm not just talking about, uh, she got my wrong coffee order or, you know, she did this like a boundary. No, I know, but I'm saying like, it has to be something where it's just like, whether it's family or, you know, close friends and it's like a level of disrespect or speaking about someone that I genuinely care about. Like to me, that's just, it's not okay. There was, um, there's a few pages that I follow on Facebook and a few girls commented about about like this girl's talking about, I have boundaries with my partner. 
and he's broken so many. And one of them for her was like, I, no drugs, like no drugs for me. And a girl raised a good point. She said, that's not a boundary, that's a rule. You're not allowed to do this. And a boundary is very different. A boundary is something about you. And it's so accurate because so often we don't communicate these things to people in our lives. We hold these rules subconsciously and we go, if you break them, we're done. And that's not really healthy to do that. I think within communication, just like in a relationship, it has to be in a friendship. Like I, how many times have I said to you, I'm like, dude, use your words. Talk about it. What's the problem? Work it through. Okay, this is your issue. That's fine. Say it. And I'm not saying to me like, Maggie will have a problem with someone. I'm like, use your words. Like talk about things. And you're like, no, nah, I'm done. Like they should have known to not do yeah. this. And it's like, well, how are they ever going to know if there's no communication? I think there's two types of people. I in also this world. just feel like it's not my job though to sit there and and teach someone, you know, at that age. Like I don't care. I just doesn't make sense to me. But I think it's not an age thing. Friendship is something like there's different types of friendships and people might not have had that type of friendship in their life. So it's not something that you can just, you're supposed to be born and know. Okay, so then if you haven't had that friendship in your life, then why wouldn't you want to be better and do better? Like yeah, clearly you're not fucking like retarded. Other friendships so you know. that they've had, yeah. other friendships that they've had, their behaviour might have been okay. So they're confused why it isn't in this, in this friendship. Do you get me? So it's like explaining mm-hmm. things that for me and in this, this is not okay. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I feel like people know. I'm sorry. I feel so like Maggie's you do know. So stance is basically you, you like, know I feel where like you, you stand? just know. Like it, it's like, it, it, you, you know, people can be shading, people can be whatever and have had different friendships. I've had multiple different types of friendships, multiple. But you just know with that person like, fuck, like she's a real straight shooter. She's black and white. She doesn't, you've been friends enough, long enough to know. You don't even have to be friends long enough, but you just know straight away off the bat meeting someone like, She's pretty straight shooter. She's does. She's not one to bend and flex. She's not like this. She's not like that. I better sort my shit out because that's one friend I don't want to fuck around with, like I do with the other friends, or talk shit. But or that's do the that. thing. See, this is where I disagree. This <laughs> is where, and this is great. That's the beauty about this podcast. We have such differing opinions. But I think, like for me especially, I'm like everyone's human. Everyone makes mistakes, and everyone I'm, can learn through them. Hundred percent. And without communicating what your boundaries are, it's like saying here's a test. But you know but what? There's then no why rules. when shit goes down? They realise that they fucked up. Oh, but then because so, of your behaviour after they fucked up, they're like, oh if, shit! If you're they really had different. no idea, no, it's not. It's they know straight away. They they can almost they straight away. They I think just it's know. Definitely um, situational. Even if they might not know exactly what it is, it's like they know that you know something's wrong, and they they I, you can tell that they know and they have. I guilt think what it really it. comes down to realistically is how much you care about the person. There are some people who you'll give passes to subconsciously and you're like this might have pissed me off but like all good like oh, i know I your intentions to everyone multiple passes until like i'm sold out and then it's just like i can't do it like how do you want me to then go back yeah to you having give that passes same but friendship? then you don't correct it you don't go oh this is what you've done wrong to piss me off you've let you let things slide well, completely. i have i have i have but i do let things go because it wasn't obviously an issue like big enough to be like hey we need to have a chat and then when shit just blows up, it's like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't expect that. And I expected more from you. So I don't know if I can do that. Because Let us I, know in the comments which one you are in the friendship group. Are you the the Maggie or are you the Yaz who But everyone has little things, things that you through. just let – I'm sure I've done things or I do things and you just think, I'm just going to shut the fuck up. Like, you know, whatever. Like, she's a good person. She's not that, you not know. Really. And it may I not just be big say things. things straight away. Yeah, I know you do. But I'm saying, like, it doesn't – it's not like it bleeds up and then you just, like, look at me and just think, I can't do this anymore. Whereas I've had that with friends where it's just, yeah. like, little things happen here and then. I'm like, mm, I don't know, actually. Like, yeah. you're starting to show signs of someone, like someone who you're actually that not you're actually anymore. not, which is yeah. really funny because – I thought more of you, you know what I mean? And I expected Held more you to, on a of pedestal. you from you. Yeah, yeah literally. Yeah. So 
Did I guess for me when that happens, I'm just like, I don't know, like that's what I'm saying. Like I know you view it differently but I feel like you just know. Like we're Fair. not 12, you just, you know. And everyone at that stage of their life has had multiple friendships and different types of friendships. So mm. you can't tell me that they don't know. So do you think um, friendship groups work? You know when there's like multiple people in a friendship group? Uh, hey, have you heard of that? Like do you know those people that are like, you brought her into the group, you get her the fuck <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Like. Do you think they can work realistically? Um, look, I think with me, I've always had, all my friends have had very different personalities, mm. very different. You know how sometimes like you see a, a birthday group of party. friends. It's like, look at my sister, right? Like yeah. you look at most of her friends and they're all very much the same. Yeah. Like they're all very much the same. You know what I mean? Whereas if you looked at me and my friends, if I was to get all of my friends together, very it's different. fucking like a circus. Yeah. Like each one is a very different, you know, hey, very, very you different. Know so. Do you reckon, man, I've just had a light bulb moment. Do you reckon when you're someone who has a bunch of friends that are all so different, do you feel like you often alter your personality to suit all these people because you are a part of all these different personalities, yeah? So it's like you're still discovering who you are. Because I'm like you. 100%. I've got different friends of all different people. Yeah. Like you put them together, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then there's like Christina who has all these amazing friends that are so much like her. Yeah. And it's like she knows exactly who she is. Yeah. Do you feel like that's true? Um, yeah, I, I think I agree with you on that. That's crazy. I anyway, light bulb moment. So do you think friendship groups can work or not? Like I'm talking best friends. So like three best friends all together, can they work? I think it depends on the how their relationship was formed and like look Ooh. at you, look at you and, and my two your girlfriends two from high school. Close yeah. friends from high school. Like there's three of you in there yeah. and I feel like that dynamic works really well. Yeah. But obviously you have a special bond that you've had for a very long time. So I feel like you know, there's this thing that they say, if you've been friends, it's like relationship. If you've been friends for more than seven years, it's a friendship for a lifetime. True. So I feel like that also plays a big part in it. To yeah, be honest you kind of know you guys each other on a together level. And it's so different. It's almost like family. It's not even a yeah. friendship. So, you know, anything that were to happen, it's like, you know, you fight with your family, but it's not like you would never talk again. You just work through that problem because yeah. there's, there's no other, it's a non-negotiable. You that's know what I mean? True. Like that's, I feel like that's what it would be like with you and your oh, two closest friends. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. And it's the same now with me and you. It's like we might have a big blue once a blue moon, but it's like it's not, it's over. It's yeah. like we've, we're going to kill each other and, and you then don't we even just need see time it and space. In the moment, you don't even see it as like this is over. Like Yeah, it's like literally fighting like, with your sibling. Yeah. You'll have a fight with them and it might be a really later, not pick bad up, fight. I'll pick but you then up later. it's like it's my sister. I'm not yeah. going to just not talk to her forever. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. I feel like it It depends on the, on the situation person. and the friendships. And, and it I could think have it been... also depends on what happened. Like there are some friendships in a friendship circle. And look, I am usually the person who's like, nah, friendship groups don't work because there's always someone left out. There's always some that band together and we'll talk about the other person subconscious, like yeah. behind their back or whatever. But I think it always depends. Like I've got a friendship group from high school we go, we've gone through all different walks of life and we've gone months without seeing each other, but we'll speak to each other every week. Hey, how are you going yet? Kids drive me up the wall yet. How are you going yet? This, but like, it's always come back to like, you pick up the phone and you're still good to go. Yeah. And I know that if I was to see one without the other, no one's going to get cut. All right. I'll see the other one next week. Oh, you bitches caught up without me. Invite me next time. I'll be there. I'm just being busy. Da, da, da. So it's like fine. Yeah, I agree. So tell me three red flags to know she's the one. Like a friendship? <laughs> Obviously. She's the one. Sounds lesbian. <laughs> um, that's what you put in there. <laughs> See that's how she your, does me dirty all the time? That's your question, bitch. I'm asking you the question that you so wrote how do down. You know, so how do you know your, your best friend is th your best friend, basically? You... <laughs> 
I'm thinking about it. Do you know my brother has this thing whenever he's lying or has to think about something, he, he repeats the question again. <laughs> I'm doing one of his, pulling a page out I'll, of his book. Okay, go. I'll let you think about it. Clearly you need time to think about it. No, I actually know. I feel like when you can bring them to a family function and you have without a doubt that your family's going to love them. And I'm not saying like your family's judgment on this person is like it, like they don't love them, they don't think, but just being confident enough to bring them around your family, not give a shit. They're not going to judge your family. Like my family's a shit show. It's a, it's literally a zoo your family's beautiful. everywhere, but like bringing them to a gathering and not worrying. Like I know they're going to blend in. I know my distant yeah, aunt so is going to piece herself laughing. Like, my Maggie's mum was talking to one of my long distant aunties, uh, sister-in-law's sister, and they were pissing themselves laughing, but that's how comfortable I felt yeah. with him bringing, meshing families together. So I think that one's a big one. And bringing them around your partner and not worrying. Yeah, I think that's a massive, massive. one for me. Like I can go that, upstairs, take a shower, not worry about anything. Yeah. Like make yourself at home. Like they're I think not that's a huge one. Thing. What about for you? Yeah, I think that the partner one is a huge one for me and family would be definitely So you just copied my answers? Well. Pretty much just switch them around. <laughs> <laughs> but we're both fucked because we both don't have it. <laughs> and that's about it. And that's it. Moving think, on to the next one. I think jealousy. If they're not jealous of I you. I can't do jealousy yeah. in any form. I like, can't. I can't do jealousy. I want to tell you my like, hopes and dreams or like what I accomplished. If I'm like to Maggie, man, I got this mad drop like on Instagram, this person, like I got this company. She's like, fuck yeah. Da, 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 I Even love if it, you have da. doubts about something, I'm like, just do it. Don't you worry got, like, about just, it. Who cares? Yeah. The worst thing I'm going to say is no. Or, yeah. Like who cares? Thank just put yourself and, out like, there. want the best for you and you feel yeah. it. Yeah, it's so true. That yeah, I think that is like the worst thing. It's such a turn off for me in a friendship. I just can't do it because it's just like yuck. That's disgusting. Like, put your shit aside. Like, how can you be envious or jealous of someone's growth or oh, whatever it is they have? Like, you can have it too. I've had that in past with friends where I've had to cut them off. Where it's like, uh, you know, you've done this with your business or you've done that. Like, you know, you could have helped me or you could have done this. It's like we like like I don't you you, you literally could do the same thing. Like yeah. you actually and. In, some it's like you know you you're an influencer you have the power you have more so much more power than what i have in that field and it's like why like obviously i would help my friends but it's like you you can have it too get yeah. up off your fucking ass yeah. and do it like yeah why should i be held accountable for, for your success for, you or know what failure I mean? for your like lack it's of not, it. yeah, yeah it's like that's just actually disgusting like yeah, there's a lot of people like that jealousy is a curse i want to leave you <clears> with <throat> a confession before we finish up wrap up this episode i have a friendship confession that i found and it's so funny are you ready for this, Max? Yeah. Max hasn't heard it. Okay, go. All right. In primary school, I used to be friends with a particular girl who had two rowdy and occasionally scary older brothers. Our parents became friends too. I have great memories of the day I spent at her house while her father helped, while my father helped hers with some home repairs. But in late primary school, the girl and I drifted apart and my parents stopped speaking to hers. I didn't notice it at the time because I'd become best friends with another girl. But decades later, adult me realized it was that very odd that I never visited the girl's house again. And since our parents seemed to like each other so much, I asked my mother about it. She explained that it was because her friend's mum bragged to her about curing brother number one's fear of dogs by getting him a puppy and letting him strangle it to death. I'm sorry. What? I agreed that that was a very good reason to cut them off. I hang on. Is that a true story? I don't know. I think so. What the hell? So they literally never spoke. And then she asked her mum, she's like, why did we cut them off? Like, we haven't seen them in so long. She goes, well, the mum, like the other mum of the friend. That's actually said sickening. The brother had a fear of dogs. So she brought a puppy only to let him strangle it so he'd get over his fear. And so the mum cut them off completely. And then 
the girl that wrote the confession, she was like, I thought that was a great reason to cut them off. That's, that's a, a serial killer. I don't know. That's, that's a sign. traumatised. <laughs> anyway. I feel traumatised after. I don't know how to feel after that. Um, good luck with your feelings after this episode. <laughs> Sorry to leave you with that, guys. What a way to end a on, a, on a high note. See you, guys. See you next week. Hey guys, thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to leave us a review and share it with your friends and family. 